0: welcome to Inside the Admissions Office, the official podcast of Ingenious Prep and your go-to resource for expert admissions strategy. My name is Noelle and each episode I'll bring you behind-the-scenes knowledge from former admissions officers about their first-hand experiences reviewing applications. Our strategies have helped countless students gain acceptance to top universities and we're here to help your student gain that competitive edge and do the same. If you would like to set up a complimentary strategy call, simply follow the link in our episode description, and our expert team of enrollment counselors will work with you to create a personalized plan for admission into your student's dream school. Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining me today. Now we all know, selecting a major for college is one of the hardest decisions a student has to make. And if you're wondering what the future looks like after selecting computer science as your major, you're in for a treat. Because today, we're getting an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at how one of our graduate coaches secured a job as a software engineer at Amazon. And here's some things she had to share.
1: One of the things you don't realize is that CS internships start freshman year. So when I first got to school, I took one year of like some introductory class, and then I was applying to Facebook. And... Microsoft and Google, like my freshman fall. And tips like this. I think people forget that even if you're really good at a very independent kind of skill, like coding, which can be collaborative sometimes, but it's relatively independent, it's still invaluable to have this skills such as communication, like reading people, and forming connections with people. And this. CS is a very hard major to get into right now, so it might make more sense to apply to something else they're more passionate about and that they can also succeed in.
0: I hope you're ready for this exclusive look into her journey. So, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Hi, Elena. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So, before we begin, do you mind briefly introducing yourself, sharing a little bit about your background with our listeners?
1: Yeah, of course. I'm Elena. I am from Princeton Junction, New Jersey. I attended a prestigious public high school in the area called West Windsor Plainsboro High School South. And I just graduated from Cornell with a major in economics and computer science. And now I'm working at Ingenious Prep before I begin
0: my job at Amazon in the winter. Perfect. I am so excited I get to interview you today. I mean, to start, congratulations on your job at Amazon. That's so incredible. And I know that's such a coveted job for many, especially for our listeners who are interested in STEM and CS. So I'd love to follow your journey from all the way back to high school to where you are now. What was your strategy like in high school and what got you interested in computer science?
1: Yeah, of course. I think for me, what I tried to do in high school, was just to be really well-rounded, I was involved in just like a huge variety of things. So I played like the oboe in the band and the orchestra and the choir. And then I was involved in dance teams. I did like varsity sports. I think I just tried to have like a really wide range of activities, but at the same time be like successful in all of them. And I actually took my first CS class my senior year, and it actually like piqued my interest that way. Most of my friends who went to top universities and did study CS were more focused
0: on things like physics, biology, chemistry, like typical STEM majors. Okay, so really fascinating because I think nowadays a lot of students are interested in computer science from a very young age. How did you go from taking one computer science class your senior year to pursuing a CS major in college?
1: So I actually entered Cornell as an economics major, which is why it's probably easier to get in without having that big CS background. And I wanted to do a minor in CS, maybe a double major. I wasn't really decided, but I actually joined a business club in college at Personally, when I did those economics classes and I joined that business club and learned about all these different like industries and in finance, I realized it was not for me. But for my CS intro class in college, it was just like really fun. Like my professor was really passionate and engaging. The projects were really fun to do, and I worked with a lot of my friends who also are all CS majors. But I also do want to add the caveat that I don't think I just gave up on the side of business and economics. I actually did find the intersection of business and technology really fascinating. And I actually almost did quantitative finance, but I somehow ended up at Amazon.
0: So among your friends who were also CS majors, did some of them follow your path to Amazon? Like, I'm curious how your career path compares to those of your peers.
1: A lot of my friends ended up going into software engineering at a quantitative finance firm. So big hedge funds or trading firms in New York. Some have definitely ended up in similar positions as me in like these big tech companies and a lot of
0: people have gone to startup. Perfect. So a common thing we hear from parents is that the main reason they want their child to pursue computer science is because it's almost like a clear path to a very successful job, right? So what is your advice for these students when it comes to these future careers in CS? Do you have any specific pointers? There's A really wide variety of things that students can do either to get into
1: like a prestigious CS program or a good job in the future. I think in terms of things that they can do in high school would just be like focusing on one specific area that they're passionate about. And the more niche an area is, the better it is. As for in college, I think pre-professional clubs are really like a great way to find internships and professional opportunities. And also to just learn more about the industry. And then also they provide you with a really great network of alumni and upperclassmen who can give you advice, who can help you study for interviews and also give you referrals once they're alumni. I think that has just been a really good resource for me in college.
0: And then going back to your journey to Amazon, what was the preparation like? Can you walk us through the process of ultimately getting there, starting from when you applied to when you got that job offer?
1: It's a lot of studying on platforms such as like Leak Code or HackerRank, which is basically this website where you just have practice problems that are really common in interviews and you just do hundreds of them in the weeks or months leading up to the application period. My experience was a little bit different than other people's because I already had a job offer, but I was looking for other opportunities. And so I only applied to like a handful of companies. The interview process is pretty similar for most companies and simple. There's usually an online technical screen where you're asked to complete a few coding questions. And then after that, they'll have like an in-person interview. And that will be like another technical question, like a coding question or maybe some math questions, depending on what you're applying for and what company it is. And then there will be behavioral questions. And all you need to do to prepare for that is do a little bit of research about the company's values, and then also have some answers prepared for really common ones. I think that's even relevant to like freshman students who are going to college soon, because one of the things you don't realize is that CS internships start your freshman year. So when I first got to school, I took one year of like some introductory class and then I was applying to Facebook and Microsoft and Google like my freshman fall. And I had very little experience, but they have programs that are specific for freshmen and sophomores. There is that pressure from like your peers and things like that to just get the ball rolling, studying I'll leak code and things like that.
0: Wow. So I'm so fascinated that freshmen in college are applying to these internships at Facebook, but it's also interesting to hear that they have these like first-year programs set for these students. Is it common for, let's say, juniors or seniors in high school to be preparing for these college internships? Is that something you recommend?
1: People I know, their younger siblings and things like that that are interested in CS have already started using LeetCode, and things like that. And I was like, I had no idea what that was until like my sophomore year of college. Obviously, if it's junior year, and they haven't prepared for anything for the professional sphere, maybe that is a time to gently guide them. But as like a high school student, their career has many more years to develop. So I would just be mindful of managing stress and kind of like the pressures that they might face from other people.
0: And you had mentioned prior that you already had a job offer. So that's why you only applied to a select few. Can you go more into that and how you got that job position in the first place?
1: Yeah. So actually it was at Royal Bank of Canada and I did one of their early programs. So a lot of big companies have a lot of sophomore programs that are more like workshops rather than internships or like a leadership conference, things like that. And they're usually directed towards minorities. So like women or if you're part of the LGBTQ plus community or underrepresented minorities in general. So I joined a women's program for RBC and you're allowed to select any one of the industries that, you know, that they have. And I picked quantitative strategies. So I was the only person in that whole program who picked it because most people picked investment banking or sales and trading, something like that. So I was in like a pretty unique position as the only woman who applied And I think I was the only woman in their internship cohort once I did get that offer. But for that experience, I was able to finish the program and then have an early interview that was like a little bit condensed. It was like an hour and a half. And I got tested on three different kind of main subjects, one being like math and coding, one being finance knowledge, and then one being more behavioral, like what are your future plans? That was a great experience for me. But I ultimately realized I don't want to do quantum strategies, which is kind of why I looked for other opportunities afterwards.
0: And you also mentioned that most people start preparing for these like the summer before they apply. Can you explain that process further for us? When and how do students typically prepare for these CS internships to ultimately get these jobs? most jobs
1: are return offers from internships. So I did study my freshman summer and my sophomore summer and my junior summer. Like I think it's a never ending cycle of studying. But yeah, I think if you are applying for full time jobs, and you haven't gotten a return offer for an internship, then you have a lot of pressure your senior year, which is why most students try to find a good internship their junior year.
0: Wow. It's so interesting to hear how fast everything happens. Like you're very much still in college as you're preparing for these internships and potential future jobs. So what was your experience like interviewing at Amazon? Is there a big takeaway or learning moment from that experience that you can share with us? I did the video interview and I was definitely nervous. Like I still get nervous
1: from video interviews, but I think there's a lot of pressure because it's something that CS students aren't used to of coding while simultaneously explaining why you're doing what you're doing. Like You're trying to talk to someone and connect with them and then also solve this question that's kind of difficult. So I think what set me apart is my public speaking skills, extrovertedness. I think those are all really important skills that can help you progress to the next stage because the interview is a person too, you know, like you want them to like you. And I really gained a lot of experience from my business club, like doing a lot of public speaking there, like we had to do a lot of presentation. And I got really good at behavioral questions. And I think it's one of my strengths, like my friends in all different industries will be like, can you come and help me practice these questions? And I'm like... Okay, sure. And I think people forget that even if you're really good at a very independent kind of skill like coding, uh, which can be collaborative sometimes, but it's relatively independent, it's still invaluable to have this skill such as communication, like reading people and forming connections with people.
0: I honestly love that you're that friend that people go to and that you offer support for interview prep because that's very much in line with what you do here at Ingenious Prep as a graduate coach. You're really there to support our students every step of the way to make sure that they're on the right track. So for our listeners, can you walk us through more in depth what you do for our students here so that parents can kind of understand your role better as a graduate coach?
1: We have two programs, candidacy building and application counseling. And basically what I do I work alongside an FAO, which is a former admissions officer, to help guide a student's application process from beginning to end. So the FAO works as kind of a strategy setter. I kind of am like the implementer of a strategy, and I work with the students on a weekly or a biweekly basis, depending on where they're at, just making sure that they're getting a lot of feedback on their work and a lot of guidance. Like, this is crazy. I actually just told someone about this today, but I had a dream about my student. I care so much about these kids. I have day-by-day day deadlines of when they need to turn something in and when I need to edit something. And if they turn it in a day, late, I'm like, hey, how's your progress going? It's definitely like challenging to stay on top of all these different dates and deadlines. But I think you'll not find people as passionate as your graduate coaches who care so much about your students. Like, I cannot believe that I'm dreaming about them. So I think you should just know how much we care and want to help your students succeed. And we're definitely... Like more in the trenches alongside the students instead of kind of just like telling oh here's how you should approach this we're like okay let's figure out how exactly if this word should be changed you know like small details i think in the end matter a lot too
0: i love that because i think it's really like the love and care that sets our work with students apart from the rest i mean they say it takes a village and you guys play such a crucial role in keeping the students on track So in your work being a graduate coach, do you have any examples of students who are applying as a CS major that you're currently working with or maybe some CS specific strategies you've been focusing on with them? One strategy
1: that I've been trying to focus on is finding that niche area that you really stand out in. Like some of my students are interested in CS and education, like the intersection there and how like artificial intelligence can help teachers And then someone I know is interested in CS and ethics. There's like these really interesting intersections between like somewhat disparate ideas. And I think like having that extra focus and having like concrete proof of those passions outside of CS is really important in their strategy and in showing that they're different from other students who are applying to CS.
0: Really love that you said that. I know a frequent question we get is, how do I stand out in a sea of computer science applicants? But. I love the whole concept of and, like the intersection between CS and, as you said, AI, like there are infinite possibilities and combinations at that point that would make a student unique. So I really love that strategy. And just a couple last questions here. Are there any common misconceptions when it comes to computer science that you see either in your students or just drawing from your own experience? I have a pretty specific answer
1: for this. So something that you said earlier about like why parents want their students to pursue CS in college. It's like the fact that it kind of has a straightforward career path. And I'm here to say that it doesn't because the market right now is so volatile. The reason why I'm now currently we're going to Amazon is because they delayed everyone's start dates by six months. And a lot of people I know were laid off as soon as they were hired and then they couldn't find another job for a year or two and they worked at google or facebook these amazing companies and so the focus on the fact that they want to do cs because there is a professional success there and that they want to go to this top cs program so they can work at a top company and i think like what matters most that sometimes people forget about is whether they like the field and see a future in it so as a cs student i can say you spent a lot of time developing projects and coding, mindless things. And it can be very dry sometimes. It can be really stressful when you can't come up with a solution after like five hours of working on it. And so it's important to pay attention to whether you like this industry or not. Helping your students think deeply about why they want to do a certain major or program is really important, especially as they start applying to colleges because, you know, CS is a very hard major to get into right now. So it might make more sense to apply to something else they're more passionate about and that they can also succeed in.
0: Well, thank you so much, Elena, for allowing us to get a behind-the-scenes look into your journey. It's not every day we get access to this, so I'm sure our listeners really appreciated your insights. Now, before we end, I'd love to ask you the one question I love posing to all of my podcast guests. If you could give one key piece of advice to parents and students, what would that be? start early, earlier than you expect. It takes a long time. But something
1: else I'd like to say is don't forget to have like an anchor on earth while you're reaching for the stars. I think it's really important to reach for those schools that you really want to go to and things like that. But you have to have an anchor on earth. For me, I was applying to colleges and I was really disappointed because I didn't get into any of my earlies. I applied to like MIT, Chicago. you know, like crazy reach schools that almost no one gets into. But luckily for me, I had really supportive parents who were there for me, and I think that's like the best thing someone can do for their students, like saying like, you know, it's not the end of the world. And having that support from my parents who are like big fish, little pond is still very much a thing. So don't be too concerned. I saw other parents who were a lot more harsh, and I think that definitely negatively impacted my friend's confidence in high school. I I just don't want that to be something that happens to other students as well.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you would like to speak with one of our experts, you can set up a complimentary strategy call with one of our enrollment counselors by following the link in our episode description. And for more information and access to additional resources, you can register for our webinars, which is also linked in the episode description. If you have any questions or would like to request a topic for a future episode, you can email me directly at noel.kim at Thank you for listening to another episode of Inside the Admissions Office. And don't forget to follow the podcast so you're notified every time a new episode is available. That's all for now. And I hope you'll join me next time as we continue our journey inside the admissions office.